0: Topic today is uh, per the front page is the Jew lighting the oven, especially Israel cooking the Jewish way. Um, that's just a smokescreen for the topic. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, didn't want to make it. Didn't want to make it too controversial. So um, the Gemara in Avodah Zorah says that the Mishnah says in Zora, Zorah, uh, in the second parak that one of the things which Chazal limited was uh, from non Jews was the shlokas, the things which they cooked. So shlokas are a problem. The Gemara originally finds that uh, tries to find a source in, in the pasuk that so there's a problem, which means you have, if you have totally kosher items, all the items are kosher. If it's cooked by a non-Jew, it's going to be problematic. That was the, the, the starting point of the. Uh, that's the mission says. The, the where does that come from? Why is that so? So originally, the Moore tries to find a pasuk. And on page two, the more after attempting a few different attempts, the more says, top of page number two. Uh, the <inaudible> more it's Recross <it's, it's>, <inaudible> we, we do not have a valid source which would really create this halacha in the Posik that it'd be prohibited to eat kosher food cooked by a Jew, But rather it's a it's a, it's a Takana de it's a, um, it's a so Rashi says, why did the Chazal institute this takanah? So Rashi, the, the underlined of the first Rashi in the page. Shalihay Yesuil Rogel etsloy bemaikulba mishtah if we be allowed to eat the cooking of a non so they'll get together regularly, they'll have meals together, etc., because he's a good cook, he can cooking kosher food, why not? Well, one time, eventually it's going to happen, he's going to give us something which is also to eat. So not that this time is going to be a problem of non-kosher food, but eventually, if we're going to be eating together easily, eventually there'll be concern of non-kosher food. So Chazal said, stay away from eating his food. It's what Rashi says. Tosus has a different reason. El-Ami Rabodin, Rekra Asmat Ba'almo. So Tosus quotes Rashi, the Tosus is on the top of the page. Pirs Rashi, the Rabodin, Gozer Mishrum, D'chaishi Shemaya Chaleno, Devorim Um Tosus says that the, quotes Rashi, that the reason is because of this concern or potentially something non-Kosher will be fed. Yes, are you nearer the farish says I would explain the reason is because I wanted to maintain a distance between the Jew and the non-Jew because although if they come too friendly, there's a concern of intermarriage. Morning, man. Um, and that's the main. That's the, the, the which in the flow of the Mishnah, there are other elements in the Mishnah which the Gemara says clearly were instituted because of the concern of intermarriage. So I would say this 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 applies that also. Um, okay, and Piresh, and Koshua, and Rashi himself in the Mishnah says the reason is because of the concern of potentially of intermarriage. So there's a, even it seems to be a steer in Rashi. Rashi in the Mishnah says because of chasnus, and the Rashi over here says because of the concern of feeding him the things which are not kosher. I mean, the in the
1: is he,
0: he places more weight by chasnus than he does the Tomei. Correct. So, so I would it would seem more to them to say that's the reason. And Ibrach himself morning, says yeah, it in the okay. Mishnah. And then that, that's the Rambam Lashitas uh, Okay. Okay, now, let's see in the Gemara, a little more in the Gemara. So Rashul Rav Yitzch says, in the name of Rav, Rav Kalanechol, Kemar Mishum Bishuli Avdeh Um Anything which can be eaten raw doesn't have a halacha of Bishulakum. Bishur Mas that's in the city of Surah, in the yeshiva of Surah, they had the phrase of Rav Shmuel saying that statement. However, in the city of Pupadisa, they have a different version of what he said. Something which will not be eaten on the king's table, as an accompaniment to the bread, <coughs> literally, does not have a halacha of bisholakha. So we're, we're limiting this halakha, we're qualifying and saying it doesn't apply to things which can be eaten raw. Just check the office, the copy should be ready. Yeah, um, So, if it can be eaten raw, it's even if I'm eating it cooked, there's not a problem with Bishalakum. If a goi cooks, again, if it's kosher food, and it can be eaten raw, the fact that the goi cooks it does not, does not, does not create a sort of And the second statement is the only items which would be, <inaudible> So that's going to need clarification. What is this point of being <inaudible> be, uh, be served on the king's table? <clears throat> Furthermore, the Gemara says, <inaudible> It's eaten on the king's table as a lefis for pas. Now, lefis for pas, um, you see from the Gomorrah's different, different places in Shas, doesn't necessarily mean you ate it directly with bread. Uh, but It means anything which is eaten as part of the main meal. So part of the main meal is going to be um, any meats, fish, vegetables, which you eat as part of your main meal is considered lefes for pas. Furthermore, things which are eaten as appetizers, are also considered part of the lavas pas. Anything which in halacha I'm going to tell you that you, I mean, you eat it during a meal, you do not need a bracha rishon. The hamotzi covers it. it the more sense than bracha that's because It's called that lavas b'yisapas. So I don't make a bracha on meat when I eat in the meal, even though I don't eat it with the bread because it's considered part of the part of the, It's always considered secondary to the bread. So again, anything which would be eaten in a meal would be covered with the bracha of meets the criteria of a lavas pas. So appetizers and the main course of a meal would be considered of as of Desserts are a question which the Mishnah discuss what's the status of desserts because desserts do get their own bracha. So is this Gamora, Now, so my benign, says, if, if you're telling me <coughs> the, um, the, the first opinion the issue is raw versus something which is only beaten be cooked. The second issue the second version is because where it's served so the said, give me a practical difference between the two of them. Morse, Ike So dogim and va'ardi, v'daisa. So dogim small fish. Um, they're not eaten raw, but they, they wouldn't serve that on the king's table. Daisa is like a, a, a farina type of a food. Uh, it's a wheat tea, something made out of wheat. It's a, uh, a hot cereal. So again, that's something which is, you can't eat it raw. You don't, eat, you don't eat wheat raw, but uh, they, they don't serve on, on shulchan, shulchan alafin. Ardi um, is some type of a, it's some type of a, uh, mushroom. Exactly what it is, I'm not sure. Okay, are, the Tosas points out over here we pass like both versions of the Gemara, which means that that's a kula. Cool that the only says, only applies to a items which can be eaten, which cannot be eaten raw, and b are Allah shulchan Malachim. If either of those are not true, it can be eaten raw, even though it's eaten on the king's table, All right? Um, Or it can be only can be eaten cooked, but it's not eaten on the king's table. It's not bishalakam. So bishalakam is limited. One of the issues we're trying to talk about today is the second criteria of eloshulcha malachim. What exactly does that mean? Now the, 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 we have to understand the concept. Uh, there are some some people understand that to mean it means it means the, the royal table when he's having a, 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 a fancy dinner. Now, the, the challenge which which we have in that, if that's, that, that's the definition, if Chazal were concerned about intermarriage, Chazal were concerned about people fraternizing, this fraternizing which between the two people, to so say, listen, once a year, when you make a fancy dinner, you can't eat with him, but the rest of you can eat with him, what do we accomplish? Right? How would that solve the problem? Right? If, but they never get together for the for the for the the, Nagar, the, the Nagar ball we don't eat together. The state dinners, you know. But everything else we eat together, so how do we solve our problem of staying away? So what is what is that definition? So let's see what the Ramam says on it. Uh, this is not the only definition. The Ramam seems uh, has an interesting definition. Um, so he brought Allah bishalakum already a little bit earlier, but in halacha in, in he says the following. This Allah only applies to things which can be, be be eaten on the king's table. They go on the king's table to eat with bread. <laughs> the king does not eat it. Um, eat, does not eat it. <laughs> For example, that would be a certain type of vegetable which the goyim would non-Jew cooked. <laughs> they cannot be eaten raw. So even though the, these things cannot be eaten raw, but since they're not going to be eaten on the king's table, they are mutten. the so, um, The main concern over here was, because I were worried about intermarriage. The guy will invite you. will invite you. So now, he didn't say that the king invites people on it. There's something that the king has for his personal meal. I'd be comfortable inviting people over by me. But he didn't say the king invites people on that food. So I, need, I don't need to know what this, the president serves for his state dinner. I need what the president has for supper. All right? If you hold the president council like a king for this right? I need to know what, is, what, is queen, what, what does the queen have for supper privately, well, she's not going to eat just any type of food. She'll eat something kosher. Well, I would invite my friend on such a food. Now, what she serves by, her, by, her, the, by the royal wedding, I don't, that's not the criteria which we're talking about. That's above a and beyond what she has in her personal meal. But what someone would be and then I would be comfortable inviting my, fr- my, 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 my friends over. That's how the Raman put, put, puts it down. So the people say the criteria is what they serve at a state dinner. I, I, the Raman does not seem to say that. Very societal. Yes, correct. have a yes, very correct. formal society, people, the typical social gathering is to sit around um, um, eating potato chips. Again, but you know, the, the king, uh, we would like to believe, I don't know about the president, I don't know, we would like to believe that the king doesn't eat, is the past, doesn't have potato chips together with the past. I mean, does But the Rambam is saying, is talking not about
1: the king.
0: He He's saying, whatever, he's using the criteria of Lechel, he's saying that the king eats pas, that we would invite people over with. It's a private meal. Right? But the fact that he has potato chips for a snack, that's not going to be the problem. That's not you know, because I'll answer the meal. Um, the Raman, in the, in, the, in the page number four, the Raman, halacha tests in tes zayin. The Ramadan says, um roasted kernels. That was their, their equivalent to their potato chips, basically. That was the the, the, the sunflower seeds. You roast the oh, cool. kernels and you eat them, right? Mutardim. That's not a problem. Well, it goes There's no xer there on them. mazam and You don't invite the person over for a hashivas, uh, to Have a, you know we're going to have a meal together? and, You know, chashevis to that on, on, on potato chips. Yep. And, uh, that's the, that's the thing the Rama means in that. Okay, so that's what the Rama likes at event.
1: Most
0: there for the but it's not so the in halacha, w- in there's a big question: Does that apply no, halacha Most the shach, the, the does not mention it as a criteria halacha mm-hmm. Um The shach questions whether it's the gay, gay halacha l'maisa because the more to off from a pasuk, the more eventually falls off of the pasuk. Mm-hmm. So it seems to be theenef- that that's not a necessary criteria. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So that's the definition that 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 the the, the that the, the seems to be from the Rama. Now I want to do the following. That's so. In this packet, if you if you had the best best. Send them well, I'm not sure. What, what, what's your question? Okay. Um, in this packet, I'll tell you what the packet's about. Um. Page 23. Um, so one of the questions is, which most of the pack is going to deal with, is the issue of canned tuna. So, is there a problem, with Bish- is a requirement of Bishw Yisrael on canned tuna, is one question. It's, it can't be eaten raw. Um, there is actually, Rabbi Genak, in, in, his, in, in, in for, who's the head of the OU, Kashrut Division, Rabbi Genak, uh has an article about it. He says, maybe nowadays with sushi, that would allow it to be considered eaten raw, um, which it would be an interesting question. Um, there's different species of tuna, and some species of tuna which are, in, which, uh, which are used for sushi, they're not used, you don't know, find in cans, but the most expensive type of tuna, bluefin, um, well, it's most because nowadays people use it for sushi, um, it, it can be found, in, you can't get canned bluefin tuna. Generally, you don't, know, it's not worth it nowadays for them to put it into cans because they make much more money on on the sushi on it, um, but uh, I, I think I, I read, read one piece of information in the, in the Wikipedia where they said that fifty years ago bluefin sold it at, at a penny a pound. it was used for, for, for cat food now it sells over it sells over a hundred dollars a pound for, for sushi, so uh, you should have invested um, <laughs> So, but one of the questions is now in in the in the, this, in, in the canned tuna. So there are really there really are three questions in t- in, in canned tuna. Um, one is there's bishul That's one question. Uh, second question is we get it in the can. Um, we don't see fins and scales. So how do we know this kosher? It's kosher. How do we know we, what we're getting is really kosher? Kosher meat, kosher fish. Um, the second question. And the third question is, are all types of tuna kosher? Uh, the question being, one of the types of tuna which is used is called skipjack. Skipjack has very, very minimal scales. I'm not going to get involved in the third question. Uh, the, the people who write the articles about it have have made it, this, you know, do did, did address that issue. I'm going to talk about the first question, which is the Vishal Yisrael question. And the second question is, what level of, uh, if we have time, we'll talk about also what level of uh, oversight do we need to be able to rely on the fact that this is kosher? This is kosher tuna that I'm getting. Do I have to? Is enough what's called a sheikh, which is Nicholas? But you would say sheikh goes in there once in a while. Is that enough? Is it enough to say that they they told you it's kosher because that wait a minute? Bumblebee told me that this is albacore I don't need any hector on it. So um, you know, do, or do I require a sheikh to check every single fish? And all three opinions, by the way, are 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 out there in halacha. There are three different opinions on that. So. I'm not sure we're going to have enough time to get to that part, so I'll so, so focus on the Bishop Yisrael part. If we have time, but the packet has both. If you want to take it home and look at it, this is a, just a, a slight sampling from the articles which are out there uh, on this issue. There's a lot of articles written on this issue uh, in uh, rehearsal Schechter and it has a, a He's the OU's position, which is Matar. Rebelski has a Chuba, which he oscillates it. He's also the head of OU, but he oscillates it. Hielsky uh, Niemishkev Tamini. Um, and he has a problem with the Mishiyah. So also, uh, that's interesting. Rabbi Kanak has a chivur where he's matarit. Rabbi Bleich has a chivur where he answers it. Rabbi Willick has a chivur where he's it. And you know, each one, that, of course, the chivur is 15-20 pages long. You know, it's a, Rabbi Tendler has a chuba where he answers it. So it's like I think the, I think why you had this you know argument over there you know about it uh, yeah, for different
1: reasons.
0: Some for Hashwis and some for Risholakim. They, they discuss both. Who is Rabbi Gennach? The head of the OU. Kachos Division. Okay. But, uh, so, and each one I have. A copy. If you want, I have copies of the articles. You can look at them. Um, what does Rabbi Rosen say? What does Rabbi, what does Rabbi say? Rosen say? Rosen is in the game of the He belongs to the Star-K. Star-K requires Mishkinah to meet him. Rabbi, Rabbi Rosen? Okay. Okay. Um, so this is, it, page number 23 is an article from Rabbi Gnack, um Schlita. We talked about the question of, 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 of the halacha of So he pre- pre- presents the question over here, it's underlined. And we need to understand this halacha. When he has a royal dinner. The words uses the language, meal when he was at his heyday. You know, he had a major meal over there every time. It has all of the trappings of royalty. Is that the definition of El michael garua. The point is, the Chazal were using this to say it can't be a regular simple food. What was the point that, 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 that which Chazal ran after? So he brings the story over here that Roshim and Schwab, Zatzal, asked the Chazanish um, regards to sardines. Sardines was a big topic. Sardines didn't have any hatchery. Um, But there's sardines in there. They, you can actually see the fins and scales. The question of sardines was more on the oils. The Cashers element was the oils more than the sardines. Um, but then there was a Bishel Yisrael question. Um, it wasn't cooked by Jews. So is there a problem of, Bish, of, of, of Bishel Yisrael on the sardines? So this was a big argument. Uh, et cetera. So Reb Zatel asked the Chazanish uh, about it. Um, and he said it's also. He says there were many Hashivas in Europe who ate ate Beheter um, And they they said because it's not Allah malachim. I mean, you don't serve sardines by the by the by the the, the Queen's banquet. They're not serving sardines. So the Chazanish said it's called because the malchus anglia The Queen eats sardines for breakfast. Okay? I don't know how he knew that, but that's what he said. Okay? All right, the Chazanish said, so Mustama was true. How does this relate
1: to the
0: Daging in the Um, it, it, no, no clear connection, because we, we, we don't... So the, on that dog in the Gomorrah there are many say what's referring to a type of fish which normally grows large. And you eat it, catch it when it's young. When you eat it, it's not the way you normally eat it. Whereas the sardines, this is the way they come and that's it. So he says that he feels that the Makhluk in the, the Chazanish, which he held was a problem, and these other people was the definition of Allah What does Allah mean? Does it mean for a fancy meal for the king? Does it mean his regular meal? How do you define that? And that seems to be the argument. And he says over here at the end, um, that he heard from from Rabyoshibir Salavich, from the from Yu, that um, he said Shlita because at that point in time that anything which comes in cans by definition is not Allah Because if you define Allah means that the king would serve it for a fancy meal right? I can't tell you that the queen, they won't serve the queen for lunch, take out a, a, a can of tuna and make a nice fancy tuna salad and serve it to her. I can't tell you. They will not serve it by a fancy dinner for the queen, right? But that they can't, won't use canned tuna for breakfast for her, I don't, that I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't think that that's true. But he says, but if you, if you define that the definition is for a fancy meal, yes, that's, that's true. Um, so according to the chazanish, the definition would be something which we would, like the says, you'd be ma- mazaman havera law. So if I would use it for a Shabbos meal, I'd use it for a Shabbat if I'd use it for uh, a kasna. now, we all go to kasas believe me, they use canned yes. goods. You know, your, your caterer is not cooking everything fresh. That's considered what nice enough for, for a chasna. Rabbi,
1: what, what, what's the accord that nachal sholchan uh, uh, malachim is something other than just this is what a king eats as part of his or her, you know... Personal meal. Personal meal. I mean, it, it doesn't say,
0: you know... husband uh, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't
1: say <laughs> it doesn't, It's not mafourish that it's talking about a, you know, some sort of festive meal or an official meal. It's just, this is partially what what he, Malachim eat at the table.
0: Right. So it is a discussion. There is a future with about it. In other words, would we argue... If if I would find out that the queen eats Weedabix for breakfast, which she does, right? Um, what are Weidabix? Weidabix. What are Weidabix? Very plain, plain cereal. Very plain, with now become a problem with Bishalaku because the queen eats it for breakfast. I mean, they actually actually advertise that the queen eats it for breakfast, right? <laughs> right. So we we know that for sure because it, she it, uh, it says so. So would that be considered now, or do you say in some ways they eat for a very very plain simple meal? Even though the queen eats it, right? But that's not called mm-hmm. The idea of the table of the kings, has, has some criteria. But then it's tully in the food, not where, not who's eating it. Then, um, to some extent, to some yeah, you
1: know, there's so It there was so, a of food, no matter who's eating it, can't be elevated beyond a certain
0: point. Right. So so so, so Rabbi Falk from uh, from Gateset has a tshuva um, where uh, he he quotes a tshuva from okay, Rabbi Tulushkin has a chuva, the name of the chuva is rice krispies all brand, weedabix. That's the name of the shuva. across the top. Rice, rais Yud, d'yon, crisp about this issue of Bishalakam and they said it's not a problem, you know, you, you can't make rice krispies into a hush. Dish. dish. You know, it, that's not Bishalacham, you know. Even though even if you tell me that the, you know again, I don't know if the president counts for shuilh shulkum but even if you tell me the president has rice krispies for breakfast or cornflakes for breakfast, that's not gonna make it into a problem. So you, you, you're drawing a criteria somewhere. So, so where do you draw it? That, that's, that's where the question's going to be. Okay, so that's, the, that's, that's he presents the, the possibilities um, on that issue. That's one area of, of, of well, oops, that's one area of question when you come to bishalakum is, is it Allah Shulchan Malachin? So one of the arguments is that, that canned items are not Allah Shulchan Malachin, therefore tuna fish is not a problem because it's not Allah Shulchan Malachin. The, the the reading of the, the, the way the ramam presents, and the Shulchanur does not quote the ramam He doesn't really give any criticism. It's all he says. No definition at all what means. Neither the Shach nor the ta's give any more definition. So they're leaving us in the dark for a definition of that. And this is where we have this question afterwards what it means. <coughs> yes, yes. Raman is the only one who had a real idea of I mean, he did that. Um, <coughs> yeah, but, but if was, a once if the Rambam gave, me a defi- once Rambam gave me a definition, you would expect some of the later poskim to discuss it. I mean, there was certainly, you know, around
1: the time of the Rishon and the Akron, cer- even at the time of the Akron, I mean, there was certainly Malachim. I there were Malachim, and
0: there was, you know, there was rabbis who were busy uh, having interaction with the Malachim all the time, and the, prince, the princes, etc. But the
1: Rambam did every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. most of the
0: others didn't. Yeah, okay, Katzenellenbogen okay. was 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 he was the main agent for the for the for the for the, the, for, for um, no for Pratotsky um, uh, Graf Pratotsky he owned Graf Pratotsky owned half of Poland he was the main agent he spoke to him every single day I mean he was, not a king uh, he he, probably, he, was, he, he, wore, he, wore, he was worth more money than right. most kings you know like you know, you know. Trump. Right, you know, something like that. Okay, Trump, I, he, 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 it's not just money. It's, it's a certain hashivah is the way a person holds himself. You know, but you know, these, these people, <coughs> believe me, once they got money, that they, you know, the nouveau rich, you know. Um, now, the next question is, okay. yes? So,
1: if the food is, is fit for the king's table, but then it becomes degraded, either by putting it into a can or it
0: gets a couple days old, does it become kosher? No. That, no once, once it's a problem, it doesn't, it doesn't change. So, right. so we were
1: saying sardines would be served at the Queen's table when they were fresh, but not when they are from a can? Is that, is that what, the, uh, what it came
0: up? No, it, it, if, if the process, how you make sardines, it, is different. Than, the way they make sardines, and the way we'll talk about how you make tuna in a second, yeah. is they cook it in the can. In the
1: can. Right.
0: right. So you never had a time. Um, when when it, was it, was it was raw, it wasn't that's actually not. That's not. It's cooked twice. Okay, we'll get to this. We'll get twice. to this. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. Good. Now, next next potential I- question is it's cooked with steam, yeah. okay? So it's cooked with steam. Is cooking with steam considered cooking? The guy with the dish of bishulakim. So we have one question we have three three possibilities: is it considered raw nowadays? Edible raw? We have a question: is um, what's the definition of eral uh, malachim? And we have a question of: is this called cooking? So in page number five, the the Yosef quotes from the the Marit Zahalon. One of the, the <coughs> late, the early, the early um, and um, see his question over here was he wants to present a, a, a heter. I'm oh, sorry, no, this is the Hether I don't want to do that yet. What? Um, yeah, page number six. Yeah. Page number six. So, um, he discusses over here, there's a, there's a clear sif in Shulchan Aruch, in the halachas of Bishalakim, in Sif Yud Gimel, where I think it's Gimel, Sif Yud Gimel, it says that it doesn't apply to smoked foods. Foods which are just smoked. You, know, you can smoke a food and make it edible through smoking. There's no way to Bishalakim on smoked foods. So the question is, do we compare steaming to smoking? That's the question. So, this person who asked the question, the question they were grappling was, was, why isn't sugar a problem of Why isn't sugar a problem of So, it, one of the answers is, that we, you know, it, it is, it is the liquid which comes out of the sugar cane edible raw? So, if you go down to places where they grow sugarcane, cane, I, mean, I, I, was, I grew up in there, I grew, uh, in Barbados, and it was, it was, you, could buy, you went to the marketplace, and you'd buy a piece of sugar cane and you'd suck it. It was edible raw, okay. But they were assuming there wasn't. They were actually making sugar out of beets, which are, it's not edible raw. So why is it a problem? You go to the company which makes sugar. Why is it from bishulak? and That was the question they were dealing with. Why isn't sugar bishulak? So he, he comes. Well, so the way they would make it, they would make it through a process of they would use the company would, use, would do a steaming process to cook it. They would use steam to cook it. It's uh, more economical, etc. So well, that's like the din of ocean. This is what this person suggests. Um, so. Uh, in the underlined over here it's in the left column it's underlined with the, the, the third line of underlinings um, so he wants to compare the two he says well we do find that they're not exactly the same because smoking is not considered an act of a of cooking in regards to Shabbos in, in person made the fire before Shabbos, and he, takes, there's a, there's a, he has his hickory chips burning, and he puts a piece of fish above the hickory chips, and it comes smoked. That's not bishal de Rice. It's not the heat which is doing it. It's the, it's the, the, the intensity of the smell which is doing it. Bosa Bukhalov, a person would take milk and meat and smoke it. He wouldn't be over this at Bosa Bukhalov. He's not cooking if a person cooks with Hebel, that's a fair Shigamora, that, I will Hebel, would say, loigora mea mekam tolos or the kayab. The Morris says, tolos or is kayab. I don't have to direct fire. If I have something which is heated by the fire and I cook with that, I'm also called cold cooking. So the Gabi Shab is, it is cold cooking. God bless him, will call it it is cold cooking. So why should I say, well, here it's not cold cooking? So he doesn't feel that that's a valid point.
1: I mean, the other point by, by steam, steam is steam is uh, much, much higher than Much hot,
0: right. So his point is, that, you know, can you say that argument? Then he deals with the second question, do we deal with factory, factory cooked goods is different. But that's the first point. And that continues on to page seven, where the Dark Yeshuvah brings, brings this issue, do we consider steaming different than cooking? Um, and he says that the Shema Aryeh brought, that somebody suggested that, that was a page number six, and he, he, he felt it was wrong. But he says over here in the left column that the Sefer Zeh brings um, one of the Bishan that the have seems to say that it, that is true. Um, and um, was well, true steaming, that steaming is different than it co- cooking. Bishul it doesn't have the Acha. Isser of Bishol Akum. It does. It does not. That's what he says. Now, not going to go through all the the pages over here, but page number eight, number nine, and number ten. Um, just put in the wrong order. Oh. Okay. Um, do we we do you worried about sugar now? Yeah, yeah. You'll you have to ask your rabbi. Um so in 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 the um the order is wrong? Yeah, oh, a lot of these in the order was wrong over here. Okay. Um I apologize about the order. Um they there's your which they quoted the later with the other person. what there's your The Usiaumi clearly ties the dinner of akum, to the dinner of on Shabbos, and the dinner of by on And therefore, based on that, the act of steaming seems to be a very weak because because sh- that's clear that by Shabbos and uh, by Bosholov, by, by it would be considered cooking. Furthermore, which by the sardines, not by the, t- by the tuna, the sardines, the way they do it actually is, they put liquid in the can. They don't cook it with steaming. They cook it in a can with liquid inside. And it boils in the liquid. How do they get the heat? How do they get the heat to the cans through steaming? So Ravaza writes in the Chumah, that's not called steaming. That's called cooking. Tuna. What actually happens is that they cook it twice. First, they cook it once. Actually, they put it in racks into, and they steam it, direct steam. Then after they put it into cans, they put it into a large retort and they then they then they, they cook it again in the and there's liquid in there. But they're already steamed it the first time. It's already edible after the first time. So the second cook... Second,
1: I think it's roasted. I mean, I've seen it done. It's, it's roasted. The first time it's cooked, it, it's really roasted. It's not steamed. Um, they come out, the skin is crispy. That's... It's... It, it, Whatever it's, it peels off, and then uh, and
0: then it's processed by hand, and then the, then the second is they for the putting this retort with the liquid. But. Right. So I, and at least the
1: way, the, the, okay. I'm, Whatever. And, I didn't
0: see it, but you know they 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 said that they raised the question. The first cooking is a steaming. Now I have to tell you that that um, the, the, the Rabbi Ganak and Rabbi Rehearsal chapter both rely on steaming as a heter. Uh, on, on the issue, on the, the Bishop Yisrael issue, there's a third heter which is it, uh, a in the um, so the Ravadya has a truva where he says the steaming issue the, the remains with a question what his status is. So Bishlakim was the subject the the said I'm not going to rely on steaming alone, but there's another question is our factory is different. Why? Because the whole issue is intermarriage. So I go to my neighbor next door. You know, we hang out together. You know, I don't see the guy who cooks the food. I never see the guy because he doesn't know me. I don't know him, and never see each other. Is that going to the official argument or not? See, so is, is there a heter called factories? Now, the Gomorrah had such a concept. It was called a baker. It's called palter And the Mora presents this concept called pas palter But that so so in uh, page number five is where the 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 Birke Yosef quoted this heter from the Marit Salon that he said there's a or palter on this item. Palter was, was the baker. So the baker's not cooking for personal, uh, and he's not inviting me in for the food. It's a, it's a business thing. I don't know him necessarily. He, he's a guy, standing, guy cooking, there's a baker in the back, Mr., you know, whatever his name is, you know, uh, and the Italian guy in the back making the pizzas, you know. I don't see the guy. I don't know. What, what, we have no shot to one the other. He says, so, he suggests the same thing, that there's a heter like that by Bishalakum. So the Berk responds that you go through all of the Gomorrahs and all of the, uh, the Yerushaum, it says that they didn't want to be matter palta by bread. There's a dinner past Akum and but they were matur palter by bread because since bread is chai in fish, they were So It's Yusha, explicit to The is saying explicitly it only is a to by bread, not by anything else. So Diane Weiss says, well, I'll combine the steaming in the factory, to say it's enough to be of the combination of the two things together. So he's mater, the, 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 there's not a problem with Yisrael, but combining those two points. Each one in itself is, is a weak point, maybe you can combine the two, it's one of those arguments, is zero plus zero zero, or is a half plus a half a whole? Alright, that's the argument, which you have to figure that one out, is steaming, which is not clear that it's mutter. And factories are not clear that they mutter together, a hater, It's too two unreliable heterisms, not, is not a reliable hatter. So, Dain Weiss is M'salmechadot la'maisa. Um, Ravadius of Simcha on steaming alone, and uh, the Birkuyosim and others say that, that, that that's not a hetter b'chlal. The heter of the steaming is is, is not a heter. They held its, um, uh, the, 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 the the Shema Arie says not the Birkuyosim says he holds that's uh, the mechal of a hetter. Why don't you watch And there um, are there are other, other peskim. Page number eight is Halpern. Um, Halpern Halper wrote a safer. There's a mechon matidei technical halacha in Israel, so the, the modern cooking issues. He has to say from the the kitchen in modern, modern days. And he he felt that based in Yisrael, etc., should be a problem. So it was a temporary. Yisrael very chashav. Um. Um. So, and the chuva calls it a the problem. So, it's not, not a clear heter to rely on steaming. Well, should be a problem. But again, with, with if you look the at the Chuva from, if you look at the Chuva from, um, chuba from, R- 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 and the chuba from Ginec, they do rely on steaming as one possible heter, they rely on uh, factories as another possible heter, and they bring the heterogeneity. Are there any
1: more recent Chuva now that Sushi's?
0: Rabbi Rabbi Gunek mentions it the the sushi issue now the the issue with the sushi is basically bluefin is the one which is used for sushi and some of the other ones which are used are not getting into your cans of tuna so how far are you to define your species and that seems to be a discussion also do you say this species is never eaten this type of tuna is not eaten raw this type of tuna is so how do you define that That's, that's an argument out there um what to do with that? So that is the that is the Bishop Yisrael part of the conversation. I think everybody covered everything on that. You um, were going to say a word about the level of oversight, Rabbi. Like, let me just give me let me just give you a word on that. Um, so so Rehov in his in his in his shuvah, he starts with a uh, uh, that's what I'm looking for. He starts with an apology. As people raise the question of the halacha that you can't once Chacham gave a psak, you can't argue with it. What's the problem that if Henkin and Rav both held that the oversight you need you need full, you need full oversight for tuna for, for for any type of fish that's coming in a can. You must have Rav has a tshuva, it's here on page sixteen. Remersha says that the, the, the mashiach has to see every single fish. He see, see every single fish. And, and Rav Henkin held like that also. So who am I to come along after Rav Henkin? And Rav Mersha said, oh, it was sir, and I'm telling you that's mutter. Like, what, what is that about? He said, I'm not doing that. He said, what I'm doing is that Bishaita or Salavashic disagreed with both of them. And, he, he, and he, he, at that point in time, was in charge of them. He told all you to be monitored, the hands, you know, with, with, with the Mashiach going in and out. And he, um, Rav Aron Zetzel, Rav Aron Cutler, Mishai to argue with them, and he held bumblebee tuna was, was mutter without any hashgachah at all. Rav itself held it was mutter, it's because it's albacore, albacore is a kosher fish, and it's albacore, right? So Besheiter R- said, "I want to explain their position. I'm not coming to argue with the Mersha and the I'm telling you why this this is what they held, and this is a, this is my price, So I'm going with my price. Right? So that the, the large part of the tshuva is you know the first two pages are the matter why he has the right to do this." But he says, I'm just trying to explain Rav Salavachic and Rav Cutler's position as opposed to Rav Morsha and Rav Hennigan. So that's a heavyweight mohoikus out there. Um, uh, I don't want to stick my head between the two of them, that's for sure. So the arguments of the isser, there's, there's, is. can you rely on a roi? This is, it's majority of situations it's not a problem. The, the fish that are coming in is, is it's kosher fish. Um, it's even it's called the meat, meat which is not matzuy. It's not a common meat at all. Which you have non-kosher fish coming in with them. So simply for a very simple reason, um, because the, if I'm a if I'm a I'm, I'm a fisherman and I'm delivering to this co- this company, or the company is the 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 fish goes out, the, the ship goes out and catches fish. Every fish that we're not going to use is a waste of my space. Now, if you, if you picture that some of these fish, you know, a bluefin can weigh in at 1,000 pounds. All right? So that takes space. So I'd rather have a bluefin in there than have a non-kosher, than have a dolphin in there. It's a waste of my space. All right? So I'm not going to keep non-kosher fish. I'm, I'm, it's it's, I'm going to throw it back. So as the, t- the, the catch comes in, the normal derrick of the, of the fish or the ship is to check. What do, we, what do we got over here, and throw everything else back. Nothing to do with, with kosheres. It's good business, good business. So there's a compelling reason why the, the majority is that they always get kosher fish coming into the factories, is because simply, why would we do anything else? So that's a compelling reason. So that's like a rush. And that's, that's what Shafter argues, that that hasn't been like a the be, uh, Now,
1: because of the environmental movement. Um, there's, there's, there's another incentive for them, and they put it on their label
0: now. Right. Now, w- 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 Ramosha and, and Rav Hengen both say that the roiv doesn't work over here. In other words, they address it. The, I, we, we agree that it's considered a roiv. He feels that roiv doesn't work over here. Uh, why? Uh, it, you, know, you have to look at the, I'm not going to get involved in the, the, the elements of the tshuva. Um, there seems to be a halakha, which the Raman Paskins, and it seems to be Paskins and the halakha, that there's a requirement to, to know that this item is a kosher item. That definition of a, a low-level requirement is sufficient says, specifically is not sufficient. So Rabbi Schechter, in his sh- response, he wants to create five levels of roiv. And he brings from a chassam, sorry for the rule, we, don't, we, don't, we follow roiv by Yisurim. Different levels of roiv. There's a level of roiv, which is like, you know, 51%. There's a level of roiv, which is what's called mir ha Mir ha-motsui is 10%. So it's 85%, but it's a miyut, but it's a common miyut. That's what's called Mishenu which It's less than 10%. The, by Yisurim, we rely on that. Mishenu we can ignore by Yisurim, normally. Um, but by Sekona, by we don't rely on Rav. But some server writes in the Tshuva, but one out of a thousand, we rely on Rav, even by Sekona. So he wants to suggest that that'll you can't rely on roiv to tell you what type of species it is. What type of whether it's kosher or non-kosher the Rebbe was talking about doesn't apply to such a rive of one out of a thousand. And he's spoken to the mashkichim, which are there time and time again. It's it's one it's one out of a thousand at least, at, at best, where you're getting a non-kosher food. Uh, so Rebbelech and his shulah responds that we don't find in halacha such a gradation. That's some service, it's almost specifically by We have no such gradation in halacha. And if, if, if once we agree that you can't rely on a rive to tell you what type of fish it is. It's not real. You can't do that. So that's to me, the arguments will rive work. Uh, the argument really is the factories are geared towards making such, a, such an item and they only want that item and there's compelling reasons why they only want that item is that sufficient. Um, the sort of the, one of the sources is Hedl and a Mugan of Rum. Page 17 There's a Mugan of Rum. And the Mugan of Rum, this, the Shachan Ars the, the, the has a fascinating halacha. I can buy, I can buy a talus is it and like, uh, like where I can buy a talis? The shulchan says in I talis I buy a talis with sits in it. a non Jewish uh, middleman. He he bought it from a from a good Jew. The loch is the kosher. So I'm buying my my talus from Joe the, the salesman, right? And you know, Joe Paler Palerno, whatever it is, you know, this Italian guy, you know, business is business, you know. Right? And he's selling talus he's selling with sitzers in it. No problem. He tells me he came from you know that rabbi over there, I trust him. You trust him, you know. He tells you it came from the rabbi, mechanissi. Right? It's a good, it's a good So what's the understanding of this then? So the Mok and here grapples with this. Why, is he, why does this work? And normally, it's not in one. Not only that, um, um, the one the, Chazal, the, they sit include a and there's a Gomorrah in a Vodazora that you can't buy treeless from a goy. He's not, if, 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 and not only that, if a goy delivers your treeless to you, if I have a treeless business, and I have a, my, my non Jewish worker, and it's a delivery boy, I have to seal it the same way you, you seal kosher food. You can't, have a, you can't have your, your non Jewish worker deliver the, deliver the food but unless it's sealed. The more so, you have to have a seal on your trellis. Otherwise, we say, you know, I'm in the, you know if I'm the goy, come on, like, you know, this you know, this, uh, take the trellis, replace it with some other type of dye, you know, and go sell it on the black market. I mean, like, so, and, I'm, and the more it says, the menachas, I'm going to rely on them, tell telling me this is a kosher koshatalis, including zitzes, with, with trellis. So, what's that about? That's the Morgan Rummel's question. She says, the goy tells me, Um, so he says, so what's the reason? So the Be'ezhez says, even though it's not his main business, he's believed, so it's it's, it's simply, it's not worth it for the Goy to do this and undermine his reliability. Because when he gets caught, it's going to blow his business. But then he says, the Molybdum says, so if the Goy tells you, you kosher meat, and tells you it's kosher meat, you're allowed to eat it? That's not true. Well, what happened? What's the difference? Look down. So what, what, what does this have to So I skipped the line. He says, it, it, it applies to his business. It's relevant to his business. So if I get caught in my own business doing such a thing, so I'm, I'm never going to be able to sell again. So if I care about it, but if I don't care, you care, no, I, I don't mind fooling you. But if I care, then it's a problem. Right? So that's what he sees, that's what the Morgon seems to read. But then he, and then he says, it's not the heter. He says the heter is because, go ahead, don't make the lesson. So you know, that he probably didn't make it himself, he probably got it from a Jew. That's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the, so, is the main point of the idea of compared and that's what the Chelkas Yaakov has a tshuva. Chelkas Yaakov's son, Prince of Chelkas Yaakov, has a tshuva to be matter based on since it's relevant to him Al-Bakor, because of his factory, etc. He doesn't want to put anything else in there for other reasons. So there are, are blue, bluefin or blue fin or yellow fin or whatever that he's putting in over there. Since it's relevant to him for his own business purposes, that's the mug of Ram, and the rum. That, he's, really, he's he's Neman. And the response back, the black says, no, the, the, the end of the day, the equal point of the Mogan of Rum is Dein um, Derach Akum lost his with Begin. says, to buy citizens from him, you can't. Because he spends things. To buy a towel with citizens in it, you could, because he doesn't spend his time putting citizens in the delays. I there's one machine going a go he says, it's a good business. Yeah, okay, yeah, you know, there were goymen in Europe, There's a mice in Europe that they found, there was goymen in Europe who became cipher. You know, you know, you know, you know. business is business, you know. So they had to which was written by Goy. Okay, but we're not going to the for that, the halacha, because not, that's not normal. So I'm, is there a Meshugan of Goy who decides, it's business, makes it, sense? you know, puts it in the bagot. But to spin wool, like what's the big big, big spritz? So that you can't rely on him. So how do you define that? So that's the argument, of how do understand this Morgan of Rum? Really, that's what it boils down to. What does they have to this Morgan of Rum? And you can look on these uh, various different pages if you want to go weiter. There is one of the Gomorrah which is based on, there is a Gomorrah which says that there were certain fish that were not worried about non-kosher because the Uman would sell it, he wouldn't let, mix in non-kosher fish. Um, so in that response, that specific case actually was a scenario where the non-kosher fish would be damaging to the kosher fish. So that's why you wouldn't mix it in. But a case where it wouldn't be damaging, what's the difference? You know, I don't care. Right? Um, so... I I what it's called Uman Chilak. It's called, chilek. Chilek. It's a fish called a Ches Yod Kuf. Chilak. In terms of their concern about the being caught in, in business, so, um, so could that
1: possibly relate to the issue of the with the
0: dolphins? And the... So Ramersha has a tshuva. Uh, Ramosha says, even though there's different kenoshes, etc., that's not a hat. It's interesting where Ganak says, Ramosha. You're the one who's to chol of because you rely on the government. What's the difference, right? I Understand? So we're gonna it is true at The is I, I, I don't understand. R'marisha, what, what, he, what, what he says that we do not rely, we can't rely on government oversight for this. There's a luchel you have to know. This is even when, the, even when you rely, on it by there. So Black says it, answer why he thinks that they're different. You, know, that, you know, that's, 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 no, no. He, he gets involved in you know the the, the scenarios how it works. What are different. One is the discussion of the, I have to know that this is the species. One is the question, that he bring other things in? Halakha requires they have a, an, a direct idea of this. Over there, it's enough to have a idea based. Other things, he wants to differentiate. But in Russian, is explicit. You Look at the end of this piece over here. On page 16, He says, um, the fact that it's in the contract doesn't mean anything um, the fact that the, the you know the, he, they say it's even though the government's you know those the, he says the, um, uh, that's not enough. Um, and, and once you once you do that, you have to seal it with two, with two, two seals, like it's, it's not, so that's um, so that's what he, that's where he, that's where Moshe is at on that. I just want to tell you, an interesting, um, just. Um, and so the-